Hey guys, it's Marsha Hoffines, and you are listening to the Storytellers Podcast, where we dig in, go deep, find ourselves, maybe cry, maybe laugh. We surrender, but we go home, and we go home big. We feel inspired. It's the story behind the cellophane. It's the story inside the truth. It's a story that most people don't want to tell, but we're here to share. Let's get started. No, I know. Oh, well, that's one way to start a podcast with us laughing at each other. That's perfect. Oh, this is good stuff. And this is why we do what we do. So, hey, guys, welcome back. Um, I hope you guys are having a great summer and enjoying it the best that you can and finding new and unique ways of enjoying the outdoors. I actually was having a conversation with a woman who just graduated or is getting ready to graduate. She hasn't graduated yet from my most recent teacher training program. And uh, she was talking about how she's got an eight-year-old and a 12-year-old and they you know, usually she's like, it's so easy. We just go to the pool and water parks. And she's like, but now we're like actually getting out and going into nature and going hiking and going to lakes and finding different, different ways of experiencing outdoor fun. So I hope that you are riding, continuing to just ride the waves of the world right now and keeping your hearts above your head and allowing yourself to just be really still and let yourself feel everything that there is to feel. Um, one of the great things that's come out of the past five months for me personally is some of the new connections that I might not have made, to be honest, if we had just been business as usual. Um, I'm finding a whole new set of friends, business relationships, opportunities to create. And I really believe that had I not had this time, I wouldn't have been doing these things. I saw um, a little uh, Instagram post a week or so ago and it said, this version of you wouldn't have existed had the pandemic not happened. And I was like, oh, that's deep thoughts right there. So I, I liked that and I like that idea. And in a world that needs positivity right now, I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with that. So I'm here today with Lauren Price and I I see what she wants me to how I'm supposed to introduce her, but I'm gonna tell you who she is to me. <laughs> she is a beautiful uh, and very successful uh, vegan plant-based food blogger and photographer. And she has an amazing um, account uh, and business called Flora and Vino. I say account because really Instagram is the introduction that I had to her. Um, you know, this, the visual, you can, you can taste the food through the pictures that she takes. It's beautiful. And she always puts the be most beautiful stories and heartfelt messages around um, her creations. And, but to me, Lauren is this beautiful little spirit that it's like a little pixie entered my world a couple years ago. And of course the yoga training or in the yoga space, and I was lucky enough to have her as my student in my last in-person training that I did. I started in 2019. And guys, I'm supposed to be doing 
a in-person training in 2020. And I just don't think that's going to, I don't think that's in the cards for me. So what a special connection that we had and she had with this amazing group of men and women that showed up to support her and she showed up to support them through a pretty incredible journey to the soul. So thanks for being here with me today, Lauren. Thanks so much for having me, Marsha. Yeah, I feel so fortunate to have connected with you and been in that last training group. It was, it was incredible. So happy to be here and thank you for the introduction. Yeah. I mean, I always say that um, the people who show up in the groups together, it's like, there's no, it's not for, it's not a mistake that you guys showed up together. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And what's wild. I think you remember, I think I was the last one to join it was like a week before and I was so like in and out and finally I was just like I, I'm, I'm just gonna do it I'm just gonna yeah. do it and it it did it felt totally and you know it just it was meant to happen that way it was meant to be in that group so yeah what made you decide to do teacher training I don't think I ever I mean I'm sure you wrote it on your application I'm sure we talked about it at some point but refresh my memory yeah well at the time I had just separated from my husband like it was recently I think it was, I think it was actually the same weekend. Cause remember I emailed you and was like, I'm in the middle of moving. I don't know if I can do the whole weekend. And you really encouraged me to show up and yeah, but I'd, I'd had teacher training on my, on my mind for, I mean, probably since I joined flow, I, I knew pretty soon that I wanted to, to delve deeper into yoga, but I think, you know, um, during that separation, I really wanted to do something for myself and that felt like a good opportunity to make new connections with other people, but also get to know myself a little better. So, yeah, you know, I didn't I, even know that you were separating from your husband. I don't think that was revealed to me until after. Yeah, I think I was very quiet about, it. I don't think I even told the group till a while in. Yeah. So yeah, it almost felt like kind of verbalizing it would make it real. So I was like, well, maybe I just won't say anything. <laughs> right. Well, and what an amazing gift that you gave yourself to experience that program during a time that's very challenging, right? I mean, you're going through some deep transformation for yourself and then took on a whole other level of personal growth and development because ultimately if you've ever been through a teacher training program guys it is it isn't always but it can be one of the most amazing personal development programs you ever invest in for yourself wouldn't you say absolutely yeah i think we talked about like a lot of unlearning but also learning yeah so yeah it it, it was totally transitional in so many ways so what what do you think the what do you think helped you the most I don't know what helped me the most probably I mean honestly having to having to get up there and teach because that was the hardest thing for me it was just I was terrified like I I honestly thought I might be able to get through training without like having to actually do any teaching <laughs> which I realized on day one that that wasn't going to happen so <laughs> I had to get up there and actually actually teach and be in front of people which was the most challenging thing for me so yeah and you blew it out of, I mean just like knocked it out of the park it was crazy no I mean you did you were amazing 
Can you bring us all rise bars? <laughs> yes, I have so many here. I still owe you your box. Yeah, I need those and I still have your essential oil that you not bought. sponsored. <laughs> I know. Not sponsored. Yes, by the way. I'm just gonna throw that in here. I but I you gave me one, you gave us one that we can, then I think I had one one other time, and they are absolutely delicious. Yeah. And it's hard to find a good bar. Yeah. Yeah, a good plant, and and that one has a fair amount of plant-based protein, which yeah. I sometimes it's hard to find them. Really good, really really good. So, so tell us, I, tell me. Um, I think I know some of this. I don't think I know all of this. What got you into plant-based uh, food, and then cooking, and then blogging, and then becoming like an overnight sensation? That's well, my perception of Lauren right there. Definitely have it overnight. Okay, so, um, so being plant-based, so I, I kind of grew up eating not that much meat, so I kind of was already, I didn't have any labels, but I was basically like vegetarian, mm-hmm. pretty much. And um, on one of my doctor's visits, I got my blood work back and I had high cholesterol, which was interesting since I kind of was already so plant-based and at the time I had a co-worker who was this was back when I worked in an office I was um, a technical writer and I had a co-worker who was like raving about a vegan diet he was like I feel amazing like you should try it and I was kind of like oh yeah whatever I, I really like my yogurt and my like milk and <laughs> I would never be able to do that and um but so when I got this blood work back I was trying to think of ways that I could fix this and with him kind of talking in my ear, I was like, maybe I should just try out going vegan for a while. So like, basically I just, I didn't, I kind of just did it randomly. I just woke up the next morning and was like, all right, I'm going to be vegan. So I had like a soy latte and like (laughs) got all, like I just started eating plant-based and I really enjoyed it. It forced me to get at the time, I was just in such a food rut. I was just eating the same thing over and over. And being plant-based forced me to look at ingredients for the first time. When I would go to the store, I was actually picking up, like, labels and, and reading them. And so that was, you know, I had no idea, like, what really was in the food I was eating. So it forced me to look at that. And then it also forced me to just get creative in the kitchen. Like, I was trying new fruits and vegetables and just, like, throwing things together that I never would have picked up before. So... Um, my cholesterol did go down. Um, but the reason I stuck with the diet was just because I was having so much fun with it and because it made me feel good. And, um, as far as getting into Instagram and all that. So after being vegan about probably a year, I, again, I was really having fun, like in the kitchen, like trying out like all this fruit and vegetables and all this new stuff. And I was starting to take pictures of my food and I would upload it on Instagram um, I just had like, so I think it was, um, you, you know, tone it up, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. So I was really into tone it up at the time and they, they had, they encouraged you if you were doing their program to make a, like an accountability account on social media. So I think my first Instagram handle was like Lauren Elizabeth TIU or something like it was like, it wasn't Florin Vino. So I was just uploading pictures to there of like all the things I was making. And, um, from there, I just got really 
like I would find that I was getting really excited to photograph my food, just like using my iPhone camera. Like I was just getting a lot of enjoyment from that. And I started like, you know, I would try a recipe, but I would put my own spin on it. Like I would just kind of make it like the Lauren version of whatever this recipe was. And, um, the and Lauren so, version. I love that. Yeah. I don't know how to describe it. I would just like, I would change things and make it, you know, how I would prefer it. So that are recipes on Instagram as well as the pictures. And let's see, this was all while I was still working a full-time job. And so then the next step, I thought, well, gosh, it's really annoying to share all these recipes in the app. Like, it would be nice if there was a place I could house them all. And so then I started thinking about starting a blog. Um, and I started seeing also on social media that there were other people doing this that could actually generate some revenue. So I was also making connections with brands at the time. Like, you can... I was noticing that on social media, you know, if you were tagging the same people, like they would kind of get friendly with you. And so that was another way to kind of propel myself forward was to make the connections with the brands. And then I started my blog in 2017. And at the time I was still working a full-time job. So for a while I was starting to take on some paid opportunities with some of these brands that I developed a friendship with. And I was trying to do that while I was still working full time. So it was just, it started to get kind of crazy. And I did both of them until I kind of couldn't do it anymore. Like, yeah, I you just went to a point, right? Where you're like, okay, I either got to go all in here or I have to just realize this is going to be a hobby. And yeah. Here. yeah. So um, in, 2018, I finally, I think, yeah, January of 2018, I finally quit my full-time job and I just like dedicated myself. I gave my, I gave myself kind of a time limit. I was like, all right, like I'm going to give myself a month or two to see if I can actually make this work. And I made it work. And that's amazing. So really it's, you haven't been doing this really that long but what i would say is you found such a remarkable um niche because making really good plant-based food and getting really creative with those recipes is really hard like it's really hard because i find myself um i get into ruts with food like if i just find it tastes good i'm just gonna eat that and i don't get very creative it's hard to Right? Yeah. I mean, it's funny because like some people think, I feel like a lot of people think I'm like a trained chef or something in the kitchen. And I'm like, well, actually, no, I'm just kind of throwing things together. Like, I don't feel like I'm, <laughs> I just don't feel like I'm, you know, I haven't been to culinary school or anything like that. So I don't, I wouldn't consider it like difficult, but I don't know. I guess it does take the creativity to be able to, to put things together. And, well, I and think give yourself it. a little bit more credit. So I'm a big believer on if you just have a natural talent, you have a natural talent, right? And you do, you have a gift because these recipes that you, um, especially those Butterfingers, which I still haven't tried, but I hear they're oh, delightful yeah. and I need they some them for me. So Brianna Dwinnell, if you are listening, you, you <laughs> we're calling you out, Brie. <laughs> I'm calling you out, Brie, right here 
on the podcast and it's going to be live forever. So you'll be listening to this like four years from now. I'll be like, shit, I owe Marsha the Butterfingers. <laughs> and you will magically appear. <laughs> the Butterfingers for me. <laughs> but I, I, I do think that you, um, you know, maybe in another life, Lauren, you were. Maybe you were a culinary chef in another life. Perhaps. Because it just came to you naturally. I mean, that's what, that's what the, um, so in yoga, like, as you know, they believe that if you naturally pick up a talent, like it came from somewhere, you don't just suddenly just came from somewhere. Like you understand how to do it and you just, we don't have yeah. to get deep and philosophical or anything, but. Yeah, that could very well be. Because I still, I like, I look, I'm like, I don't know how she figured that stuff out. <laughs> Brilliant. She does a beautiful job. You guys really should all check it out. And even if you aren't going to be, you know, plant-based all the time, which, you know, we could have a whole conversation as to why that's good. And pros and cons on both sides, right? Just really great recipes and ideas for how to, um, I'm all about moderation, right? I'm all about limiting um, our excessiveness that we do sometimes one way too far too much right we get way out of balance so always finding this way of like integrating so so what an interesting journey and to have I mean it's not normal to have high cholesterol as a young woman is it I don't think so and I, I would I would like to mention like I, it wasn't like crazy high like I don't think they were really worried about it but just me being me I was like all right I need to fix this <laughs> no, so. I mean, and it doesn't have to be really high. Like my husband has high cholesterol and technically his numbers aren't that crazy, but you do when you see that and you are a health conscious person, you're like, mm, I don't want this to get out of control. So what do I got to do to get it in check? And I think that it's amazing that you took it into your own hands and just started playing around with it. That's awesome. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Who knows what it was? I'm wondering, even now I'm like, I wonder what I was eating at the time, but <laughs> Who knows? Well, it could have been, isn't dairy something that actually, lots of dairy, um, ch yeah. you know, cheese and milk and yogurt and all yeah. that, so if you were, and even alcohol, to yeah. extent, so, um, yeah, that's amazing. Now, did you notice, like, let me ask you, like, I notice when I um, eliminate, well, so for me, the big thing in life is to really not eat a lot of dairy dairy just messes me up. I will, I will have cheese every once in a while, really good quality cheese, um, and alcohol. Like if I just can stay away from the dairy and obviously too much sugar, right? That's, oh, that's, mm -hmm. that's a, sugar is just, we all yeah. stay away from sugar the most, best we can. Um, yeah. but even just making those little changes for me on a daily basis, I, I feels so much better. Did you notice that you were feeling like a lot different? Like, did you have more energy? And, yeah. 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 I just felt a lot lighter and a lot more energy for sure. That's awesome. It just, yeah, I just felt, I, it sounds like, like, I don't know if this is the right word, but I just felt cleaner. I just yeah. felt inside and out. So. Well, you do. And then you, then you start to become aware. Like I've become really aware. So your journey with, you know, 
plant-based food sounds very similar to how I got into doing essential oils. I mean, honestly, like something needed to change in my life. And I, I, it was kind of like, you know, you have that coworker whispering in your ear. I had friends like talking to me about it forever. And I finally was like, you know what, I'm going to try this. And when you start implementing things like that in your life, I mean, for me, I just was somewhere where they used bleach to clean the room because we have to now. And I couldn't even handle being in the room. It was like, I felt it like burning my nose hairs. <laughs> and I immediately turned on um, the diffuser with some oils. And within just moments, the whole room smelled totally different. So I was like, oh, thank God, because I couldn't inhale it. So it really, it's a real thing. You do, you start feeling so much different. And then you can tell when you eat something, if there's like something that's processed or not right in it. And same thing with cleaning, like for me with oils and cleaning my skin and my hair and everything. It's pretty wild. Yeah. I love it. I still need to get into essential oil, but I know um, you're going to help me with that. You and I are going to have a conversation. So by the way, <laughs> Uh, that's not a plug for essential oils either. So we're we're not promoting rise bars. And we're not promoting essential oils today. They just happen to be the things that we're talking about. Well, when you're passionate about it, it's kind of hard to not yeah have the conversation. So what like so you know I'm an entrepreneur as well. You and I um, have you know. We don't have very similar stories, but like it's can be yeah. a very lonely experience to be. What's been some, what have been some like key things for you along the way to keep you motivated, to keep you um, going? Because I mean, I know for me, sometimes I'm like, I'm like, what am I doing? Like, they yeah. paying attention, and and, and and it doesn't matter if you have five people following you or thousands of people following you. It really doesn't matter. We all struggle with the same, like, does it even matter what I'm doing right now? Right? So yeah, what's, no. What's been key for you? What's been clutch? So I would say keeping connected with, like, not coworkers, but, but people who do similar things as you. Mm -hmm. Like, I have a group of content creators and food bloggers that I – I've been a part of for several years now and it's just really nice to hop on we have like a facebook group and it's really nice to hop in there and be like this is how i'm feeling like sometimes just to vent about like i don't know maybe social media or just anything that's happening and that's just really nice to have that space where it feels safe and you can kind of connect and feel like you have sort of a community of people that do something similar yeah. so finding i don't know i feel like there's probably people like that in every little niche so so that's been really good for me. Um, and then as far as like, cause I have, I think I've shared with you, I'm kind of in a spell right now where I do feel like I'm like, what like, does food matter right now? Like there's just so much going on in the world. And it's just kind of been difficult for me to show up lately on Instagram and, and feel like I, I have, like I add value, but I will say like, even like having, like, I haven't actually done this myself, but I've been meaning to like keeping a list of like things that people have said that, do make you feel like you make a difference. Like sometimes it'll be like that day where I'm like, I don't really think I should share this recipe, but I'll put it up and then someone will comment and be like, I just made this for my husband and like it totally made our day. Like, thank you so much for sharing. Or like just 
all of that feedback is, it, it does remind me that what I'm doing does make a difference. And even if it's just one person, like that's all that really matters to me is just, you know, that one person that maybe you could make their day a little better. So. Yeah. You know, that's, it's interesting that you and I are talking about this right now because I was having a call with um, a gal from Ireland who's done, but I, I used to work with her um, at America online and she's done some of my online coaching programs and she shared with me that she still has the workbook from last year and has different things that we did that she still goes back to. And she was just telling me like what an impact it made and how valuable the information was. And I, you know, I said to her, you know, not that I need validation. And I realized when I said that, that yeah, we do, we, we need that feedback from people to everyone does it, and it doesn't matter if it's me or you but like your kids do your friends do just like that I love you or thank you for doing this for me or keep on going because you're x y and z just those like little love taps that you can get um really do yeah they can they absolutely can, I mean this I, I could ride on this one for like the next three weeks and I also think, um, I don't know if you're the same way, but I feel like I forget, like it's just easy to forget how far you've come. And it's so it's, like, it, it's helpful for me to stop and think like, oh wait, like Lauren three years ago would have been so freaking proud of where you are right now. And so if I, if I kind of switch that, it really, it really helps change my mentality about what's happening in the moment like these problems are problems that I would have wanted to have three years ago so absolutely. that's good to remember. absolutely yeah. I love that that's a really great reminder uh for everybody no matter what's going on uh what no matter what you're doing in life yeah three years ago <laughs> yeah I, I always say like you know you don't know what's gonna you don't know what you're gonna your life is gonna look like in 30 days from now right let alone three years from now let alone and any more right now i mean you don't know what life's gonna look like in a week so speaking of love and speaking of love notes love little taps like being given to you from people just reminding you how do you let how do you like um I'm, I'm big on teaching to let your heart lead the way. So what is, what does that look like for you? It definitely, I mean, that's what led me to this career path for sure was my heart was not in my office job at all. I was, I feel like I was like the worst employee, Marsha. <laughs> like I just, my heart, I just didn't care about the end result. So um, I'm glad that I, saw that because I, I felt a lot of resistance from the people around me when I was trying to start my own brand and business. Like people didn't think that I'd be able to do it or that I'd be successful. They were probably just looking out for me. I'm sure, you know, it's, it's scary to, to go out on your own like that, but I'm really glad that I did follow my passions and, and, and went ahead and pursued that because it's made a lot of difference in my, in my happiness. So yeah, I am. Um, I'm a big believer that if your heart isn't whole, that you, 
you just will let yourself just tolerate whatever. And if you can't identify that, then you just stay there. And I, I, again, going back to this conversation I was having earlier, you know, my friend was like, you know, I spent nine years at this comfort company and I feel like they just were sucking my soul out of me. Mm. And until you step into this place of like letting your heart be your guide, it's, we all fall victim to that. We all fall prey to that. I mean, I did, I've, I've done it for years and it, it will show up in your career, in relationships, in just like how the food you eat, the way you treat yourself, you know, maybe even like the extracurricular activities that you partake in. Um, so it's, it's a really interesting talk. Tell me a little bit about when you um, decided to leave your corporate life to pursue your dreams. What did support look like for you? Yeah, so at the time I was still married and it was a decision that Dan, my then husband, um, was supportive of. So it was really nice to have, I honestly probably, I know I couldn't have done it without him because it was helpful to have his job, you know, stabilized us while I was able to, you know, take on the new the new um, transition to try to, you know, launch my business. So friends were also really supportive.